Hey guys, um, welcome to the Sound of a Crowd podcast. Uh, I go by the name of Adrian Daniels. Um, if this is your first time listening, um, we chat with top Ghanaian founders, entrepreneurs, and creatives um, with the meaningful, um, with the aim of leaving you behind with meaningful takeaways to apply in life, business, and your career. Um, just before I introduce today's guest, just need to get some housekeeping out of the way. So um, for today's show, that's all we need to head over to the soundofacrowd.com forward slash talking drums. That's the soundofacrowd.com forward slash talking drums. If you're watching YouTube, please like, subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. If you're on the Spotify platforms or Apple platforms or Google podcast platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts, please give us a five star review. It's very much appreciated. Let us know what you think and uh, please do subscribe. And yeah, that lets us know that we're making good content. Okay, so um, yeah, I just want to like to welcome Yar back into the show. Yar for you. answer. how are you doing? Good, thank you, AJ. Thank you for having me. No again. problem at all. No <laughs> problem. No problem. So just just to recap, guys, Yar is the founder of Talking Drums, uh, which is a platform which aims to um, help people to explore Africa and travel Africa. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know if you want to just give a little bit more of a reintroduction into what Talking Drums do. Thank you, Adrian. So that was a great intro. Um, so yes, I'm the founder of Talking Drums, which is an Africa-focused, sustainable travel platform mm -hmm. and marketplace. Yeah. And it's designed to encourage people to come together and to travel Africa and to do so um, with having a positive impact. Mm -hmm. um, so we focus on working with local businesses and local entrepreneurs um, and local communities just to ensure that they're actually benefiting from our tourism. Okay. Okay, great. So um, I like the way how you um, incorporate local tourism and giving back to local businesses with your um, travel platform. I think it's just really important, especially in this day and age where monopolies such as Amazon are just taking over and you have to support your brother or your sister. You have to support the local businesses because they're the ones that keep you know the, the little they're the ones that keep everything going the world going you understand so and they're the best really ambassadors for their places mm. you know they can take you off the beaten track yeah. help you explore things that you might not have come across if you um if you you know didn't ask or didn't engage with local people and i just find that the best experiences i've had have been through local businesses local entrepreneurs or just local people that i've struck up conversation with mm -hmm. and they've just given me the most amazing insights into their home so i just Brilliant. think there's so much power in um in in that oh it's wonderful wonderful uh, just to remind you guys um if you you guys may remember you guys remember may remember Yar from season three, um, we had a great episode talking about a bit more detail about who she is, her background, talking drums, and you know some of the trips that she's done, such as T Tanzania and Zanzibar. We'll leave a link in the in the description so you guys can go back and check that out. Um, but yeah, in this podcast, we're going to focus more on how you guys can uh, travel and explore Ghana, and you know, and and how you can kind of approach travel and Africa as a whole, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, look, yeah, I think travel is definitely back back with a you know back with a, a vengeance you know we've had um we've got the world cup come you know coming up i think people have been locked up for too long <laughs> you know plane pl planes are taken off again flights are getting crazy again in terms of prices um you've had festivals going on i mean travel's pr pretty much back since 2019 and do you feel like this could be um the year return part two could this year because it's the first year there's no necessarily covid um restrictions necessarily stopping people from coming or maybe forcing people to take the jab or whatever it is do you feel like this may be the return part two um for when it comes to ghana so i'd say that um in 2019, when the year of return was taking place, Ghana saw unprecedented interest in 
the country in terms of tourism. Um, so there was an estimated, according to the Ministry of Tourism, an estimated 1.1 billion tourists visited Ghana in 2019. They they estimated they generated about 1.5 billion pounds, which is about 1.9 billion dollars those times <laughs> um, and so um, now to your point um, they they launched uh, both Beyond the Return which was at the beginning of 2019 and then now um, in addition to Beyond the Return there is the Destination Ghana campaign so all of these campaigns are really flying the flag for tourism in Ghana and really marketing Ghana as a tourism destination as, as one of the premier tourism destinations and so I really think that this year um, to your point um, there's going to be a lot of interest particularly around December <laughs> December in Ghana um, so um you know, um, there have been lots of activities already announced. Um, Afrochella, which takes place every December. Mm-hmm. Afro Nation will be returning in Ghana for the first time since 2019. Mm-hmm. They actually have a memor- memorandum of understanding with um, the British High Commission in Ghana um, to host this event. Um, I think it's a five-year agreement. So for the last couple of years, they weren't able to do so. So that will be returning. And then there's also a new festival that has been announced. Uh, it's taken place in January uh, by Vic Mensa and Chance the Rapper called Black Star Line event. Um, so festivals, festivals galore. <laughs> and then who could forget, you know, the um, recent... Um, um, Global Citizen Global Citizen festival. concert that took place festival that took place with Usher as a headliner I, know, right? I mean absolutely incredible the whole Usher <laughs> <laughs> the whole Usher Raymond Usher Raymond so incredible uh-huh. the Usher Raymond so yeah. <laughs> I think what makes me really excited about this yeah. um, is that in addition to promoting tourism, we're really promoting culture. Mm. So I was really pleased to see that with Afrochella, they've expanded to two days, but one of the headliners is Stoneboy, is Ghana's very own Stoneboy, in addition to the other headliner being um, Burner Boy. So I think what's really important and what's great to see is that culture, our culture's being... Um, uh, promoted as part of the uh, tourism campaign. Fantastic. Lots, lots of boys as well performing, yeah. which is great, <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just really exciting times ahead for Afrotourism and, you know, the festive period coming up as well. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be really, really good. Um, would you, before we talk about travel in Ghana and, you know, you know what Talking Drums has got coming up um let's talk about I me mean, what first timers should expect when they go to ghana and and you know just maybe tips and tips for people who are like traveling to ghana maybe they're from Lon- maybe london to accra for example um what 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 should they really be pre- be preparing for in terms of like putting their suitcase or just have or what kind of mindset do they need before they enter the country in the zone um great question so quick quick tips yeah. um so first thing have an open mind i'd say that for any place you go to have an open mind um that's the beauty of travel have a blank canvas and just go and um you know to kind of take everything in um, as it comes. I would say beforehand, uh, make sure you've prepared. So I usually, when I'm traveling, I will check on the um, equivalent foreign offices website. So for the UK, it's the Foreign Commonwealth Development Office. They'll give you all the details you need for entry requirements. If you're in America, it's mm-hmm. the State Department. Um, and you know, depending on your country, they'll have an equivalent. But they'll give you all the insights. So for Ghana, usually... Um, Depending on your passport, you might need a visa. If you do need a visa, make sure you give yourself enough time in terms of applying for the hey. visa. <laughs> these, these embassies. Oh, man. <laughs> give yourself so enough time. Give yourself enough time because it's a process. And obviously for people wanting to go into December, um, in December there's going to be more interest, which then means that there'll be an increase in applications, so an increase in lead time. So just give yourself more time. Um 
I, as I always say, get travel insurance. That is just, <laughs> just <laughs> you must get travel insurance anywhere you go. It's you so important. Time, yeah. And um, make sure you read the policy so you have sufficient coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, make sure you buy your ticket. Um, if you're going from the UK, as we know, British Airways has the monopoly. Um, but, you know, consider other airlines. Um um, some people don't like indirect, but some of those December prices <laughs> would <laughs> force you to take some back end route. You'll be somewhere in Ethiopia somewhere. I you wouldn't know, mind. Knows, I wouldn't knows, mind. But you know what as well? Um, Ethiopia, what I like about that is that you actually get two vacations in one. So mm-hmm. I've actually, the last few years, I've stopped um, flying directly to Ghana if I if I go in December and yeah. actually go indirectly and I, I have another holiday beforehand. <laughs> so I've gone to South Africa, done mm. South Africa enjoyment. Making then gone from South Africa hard. to Ghana. Money's exactly. working really hard. Similarly, I've gone to Kenya, enjoyed Kenya, then gone to Ghana and yeah. the flight has been cheaper, but I've had two holidays in one. So, you know. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I guess <laughs> BA. Maybe, maybe it's a blessing that BA is expensive after all, or what, what have you. I think yeah. I I think that we should be we should be open to other airlines, especially African airlines. So mm-hmm. um, Ethiopian airlines, which is one of my favorites. Ah. Kenya airlines. Actually, once I flew with Kenya airlines, and both the pilot and the first officer were both women, and mm. I was just in awe. <laughs> yeah, there's a few stories about like female pilots, you know, flying a flag for Africa. It's absolutely, really, really impressive to absolutely. see that. Really so definitely open mind. And then one of the most important things um, is sorting out your accommodation. Yeah. So um, especially if you're staying in Accra. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> Shout out to Living Ghana. Shout out to Living Ghana. I was going to say the same thing. Like... Living Ghana. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so Living Ghana. Are, I need um, properties as well. Check them out. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the property sourcing company. I also have to give a shout out to um, uh, my my wonderful friends at On Point Property Management. So there, there are quite go. a few mm-hmm. companies who help you source uh, properties for your travels. Mm-hmm. And then there are other things like book, going on booking.com. Usually that will be hotels, etc. or mm-hmm. um, Airbnb. But I think the key thing is um, to book in advance because they're going to get booked up. <laughs> <laughs> the prices are going to change Thank you, the more they get booked up. Um, Thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah, there's a very good tips. Um, <laughs> I couldn't have done it any better. Okay, so they've landed in Ghana. You know they've they've touched uh, they've they've got out of the plane that tropical heat hits them, and then they're ready to explore the country. What are some must dos and must sees in Accra? Talk to me, y'all. Good question. I forgot to add actually. Go on. If you're staying in a, in a hotel, um, request that they help you with airport pickup. And if you're staying in Airbnb or wherever, ask them to also help you. That would just make life easier <laughs> so that when you land, there'll be someone waiting for you to pick you up. Um, you know, Ghana does have, you know, ride sharing like Bolt and Airbnb. But I just believe when you first land, just to make life easier, just get someone to pick you up and then you can figure everything out <laughs> once you've arrived mm-hmm. and you've settled. So day one in Accra, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Um, I usually recommend um, that people begin with the the sights and sounds of Accra. So, um the <laughs> no pun intended but, um, or was it but um, I really really think there's so much um I'm gonna take that <laughs> yeah. we should do tourism show the sights and sounds of- absolutely the sights and sounds of a car I could hear the horns already we'll, we'll talk we'll talk the about horns. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like um there's so much um in, in there's so much benefit to starting in central across so um I'm thinking the art center now people laugh at me when I say this but there's the actual art center itself where you can buy lots of um, goodies and souvenirs and, mm. um, you know, paintings and, and cloth, kente cloth, etc. Yeah. But on the outskirts of the actual grounds, they have um, um, like kind of 
entrepreneurs who are actually making a lot of the products um, but also um, some of them will do like impromptu drumming lessons and stuff like that so it's really just I just like the vibe there it's just a really nice vibe where you might see the artists actually painting their work as well mm. um, on that same road you also um, depending on what direction you're facing the art center but in one direction you have the famous independent square um so you have um the black star um arch um which i'm sure if you google it you'll you'll know what i'm, I'm speaking oh, of it's, <laughs> it's a yeah. landmark in ghana you know you've arrived when you've seen it and um also independent square that's where the independence day celebrations take place yeah. and actually that's where global citizen hosted um the festival there's a black star it's not black star square is it black star square yeah yeah, yeah that's what did it. I say? okay yeah yeah, and then in the opposite direction, um, you have Kwame Nkrumah National Park, um, which also has a museum inside it as well. Very historical place. Mm-hmm. And then not too far from there, you have the famous Makala Market. Mm-hmm. Not for the faint-hearted, um, but it's one of the, if not the biggest um, open-air market in West Africa, is my understanding. And you can buy any and everything there. Um so it's really a hub. It's a buzz. Not for the faint-hearted. You may want to go with someone, but you can cover a lot of ground in Ghana just in that space as an intro to Ghana. And actually, um, also a stone's throw is the um, stadium as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, so th- that I would do that on day one, like to explore. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, and then what about some must-dos and must-sees outside? What, what, what if they want to escape Accra? Because everything's not just about Accra. Everything's know, not just about Accra. <laughs> yeah. What would you um, recommend? Northern region, Volta region, some of those regions? Where do I begin? Yeah. So um, before before you escape Accra, you might want to explore some restaurants mm-hmm. around Osu, perhaps Labone. Um, there's lots of new restaurants popping up, also established places. But yeah. I personally like... Um, I like Oxford Street because if you go off some of the side roads, you can actually um, get um, kind of uh, fresh kenke Mm -hmm. made kind of like locally. Mm -hmm. So you have um, maybe some like kiosks that are selling it and it's just so fresh. (laughs) I'm just so nice. (laughs) These are the kind of things I just love, 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 love. Um, But also there are, you know, really beautiful restaurants um, that are springing up. I think the kind of restaurant... um, industry is really kind of taking off we went to Booker, didn't we that was yeah, yeah that was, beautiful that was, beautiful. was that so yeah. nice do it again. Yeah, yeah totally i really really enjoyed the food again. there yeah. um and so yeah so day trip outside of a crowd mm-hmm. start with um so if you're kind of just you know put the feelers out there <laughs> kind of just want to see what life might be like i would say visit the eastern region which eastern is where region, i'm yeah. from um so you could take um a taxi a negotiated taxi (laughs) always negotiate your prices um and head to the abri botanical gardens um and i think the views of accra from abri because abri is quite mountainous i think the views are absolutely stunning um but similarly, if you want to go a bit further, you could also go to Koforidua, which is just... Every time I say Koforidua, people are like, Koforidua flowers. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is stunning. It's so beautiful. It's really green. It's calm. And I remember just going there. I was like, I could live here. I need, <laughs> I, say that that. I need to check that out. Yeah. I say that about a lot of places I go to, but I was like, yeah, I could live here. But I just remember it being so beautiful and green. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went to the Koforidua bead market, mm-hmm. which was just an incredible place you just have stalls upon stalls of beads upon beads and generations of bead sellers um 
And there was a, um, a man called Alaji Mohammed Garbra, and he is from multiple generations of bead sellers. And wow. he was showing me beads from like the 15th century. Whoa. It was just incredible. Like I had such an incredible history lesson. And I, I have to go back <laughs> and spend more time there. Um, but I just thought it was a really beautiful place. Um, so yeah, day trip outside of Accra, I'd say head to Abri for some for some cool air <laughs> and a escape from the buzz of I love the that. capital. I love that. Yeah, that's a good shout. I mean, we, we did that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we absolutely really that. was wonderful. Yeah, um, great. So people know where to can where they can go in Accra, where they can go in Ghana, outside of Accra. What are some pit um, pit pit um, pitfalls for for tourists? I mean, just just name a couple of them for um, those traveling within Accra and, and Ghana. So I would say um, do negotiate. I think one of the might be a bit one thing I find that's maybe a bit trickier about traveling um, in Ghana sometimes is transportation mm -hmm. um, so if you can get a reliable means of transportation um, such as a reliable driver like that's the game changer um, so um, yeah transportation can be quite tricky in terms of maybe like navigating a particular place but you know there, there is ride sharing there are taxis as well mm. both inside and outside ride sharing apps um, you can also take internal flights especially if you've got a short um, mm. period of time That's that you're spending one. there That's so one, yeah. for example um, I uh, went to Kumasi and flew from Accra to Kumasi that was about 45 minutes mm. maybe less actually no I think it was less maybe like half an hour mm -hmm. and then landed and stayed in this incredible place called Ike's Cultural Village mm. Wow, mm. absolutely wow. Owned by a Ghanaian lady, your Ghanaian family, um, and she's been interviewed actually um, by Wadamaya, and that's how I first found out about um, Ike's Cultural Village. And they also have Ike's Cafe right next to it, which Clever. is a famous restaurant. Incredible. Yeah. They have their own tilapia pool. Can't wait. And it's just like, <laughs> it's just incredible. You can pick the tilapia you want to eat. Um, and it's just, yeah, I just amazing food, amazing vibes. Um, and then the, the hotel is like a boutique hotel. Um, it's the, the decor is just absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. Um, and they also helped me organize a driver on Kumasi who took me around, um, Amazing. And we went to Bonye, Kente village, yeah. um, where Kente said to have um, come from. And um, I had an amazing history lesson there as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're seeing the theme here, you know. But um, yeah, Sounds so um, sometimes if you don't necessarily have the time, you can, um, you know, fly somewhere. I think on if you take the coach to, to Kumasi, I think okay. it's about three hours maybe. Yes, yeah, If you don't necessarily have the time, you can fly. It's about, about half an hour. Mm. Okay, some decent options, very good options. I want to quickly double tap on transport because you mentioned uh, transport is probably one of the country's weaknesses. I mean, it, as in it could be better. Okay, cool. Um, what, what what things, name, maybe, maybe give me maybe one or two things that you feel like could be better um, to improve the infrastructure in Ghana to make tourism more attractive within a country? I think, I think f for myself as a tourist, yeah. if I see somewhere that I want to go, yeah. I want to be able to get there. Mm. So accessibility, it just comes down to accessibility, doesn't it? So um, if you have um, a variety of means of transport that can open up accessibility. So if you have trains in addition to driving. Good point. That's that's one option, for example, mm -hmm. because not everyone's going to be able to afford flights or mm. maybe not everyone wants to even go by air. Some people like to go by road. Slow traveling is... Um, 
something where you just kind of take your time you know you're not always necessarily having to rush to the next destination and especially if it's somewhere you've been to first um for your first time you might want to explore it a bit more by kind of just taking your time so um having different options and if you're not necessarily having options I think having the information readily available so for my trip to Kofordu I always laugh about it because I couldn't find where to pick up the bus from and there's a few bus stations in Accra so I if I hadn't got the information <laughs> I would have gone to circle because <laughs> I know that when you need a coach you go to circle yeah. but I checked with my friend who checked with a friend yeah, and then they fed locations. back that I had to go and get it from Medina bus Medina, station yeah, yeah. so just that information maybe being in a central place and having an idea of both um, where to get transport from and how much it costs really mm-hmm. does open things up because a lot of people will be um, traveling by themselves okay great Okay, yeah, this has been a very good conversation, very informative for for the listeners as well who maybe are traveling to Ghana for the first time or um, haven't been in a while. Um, so I, I guess people can do their research; they could, you know, look all of these things up. But you clearly have a lot of knowledge. So, what is it, what, what what does Talking Jumps have coming up in terms of um, trips, and how can they get in touch with you in terms of if they wanted to kind of like get let, let you plan all of the hard work? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So with Talking Drums, um, we have a variety of offerings. Mm-hmm. Part of that includes group travel trips. Um, so we organise trips for people um, and we go as a group and we want you to really just get to know each other and have a fully immersive experience. And for example, with our trips to Ghana, we spend time in Accra, but we also escape the capital. We go to Tamale, where the material that I'm wearing um, <laughs> is from. And that's the home of sheer butter. You know, we'll go and explore these these areas and these industries. Um, you know, I mentioned a few places earlier. Also, the Volta region, which is one of my favourites. So beautiful, so green. So we coordinate everything. We travel together. But similarly, if you want to travel by yourself, we can help you plan it as well. So we offer um, a travel planning service as well. So all information is on the website. But the key thing I'd say is um, that Accra is the gateway. So mm-hmm. start in Accra, but as as, as much as you can, do that. try and explore outside of it i love that i love that perfect um so what, what trips does talking jobs have coming up so we of course have to be going to ghana in december <laughs> so we've got in december coming up um, um and then early next year we also have south africa and tanzania mm-hmm. and then towards the later part of the year we'll be adding other destinations onto our repertoire also <laughs> so really excited for it exciting yeah. so it sounds like you've got some big plans for the future yes absolutely absolutely okay. well, well well um well um you know, stay stay tuned into the space, guys. You're gonna find out what what Yar's got coming up in terms of the future of talking drums. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, where can everyone find you? So you can find me on www.talkingdrumstravel.com, mm-hmm. also on Instagram at Talking Drums Travel, and also on our newly established youtube channel <laughs> talking drums thank Come you on. thank you um so i'm really <laughs> excited we have this amazing visual portrait which was filmed by a videographer from tanzania and it's filmed at this beautiful waterfall that's actually in someone's back garden and again it's somewhere that back you know <laughs> imagine having a waterfall in your back garden but it's filmed in a, it's filmed in a place that it's a hidden gem you know that again to my earlier point that um someone from the local community kind of shared with us so um check that out on our youtube channel and then we're also on linkedin as well yeah um also talking drums on linkedin For the professionals <laughs> Now, this has been very valuable information. Thank you so much for sh- sharing your knowledge with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, AJ. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here on my third 
third appearance on the Sound of a Crown podcast, and there'll be many more in Jesus' name. Absolutely, I read. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so yeah, um, there you have it, guys. Um, Yah Foriansa, um, founder and CEO of Talking Drums Travel. Um, so that's all of the the links um that she's mentioned where you can go and find her. We'll have in the show notes also um the waterfall shot that she just described, so you guys can go and check that out. And we'll have a previous episodes that she's appeared on, and all of the links and references and key key mentions from this episode. Um, so once again, head over to the Sound of Crowd forward slash talking drums that's the sound of crowd.com forward slash talking drums for all of the links and key references from today's show and once again if you're on youtube please subscribe leave a comment um please hit the like button and then if you're in the podcast place please give us a five-star review i'm agent daniels you are yeah for answer and thank you for listening to the sound of crowd podcast i will see you in the next one thank you guys so much take care